But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hollow Black Podcast, where we build community and mindset through conversation. Our mission is to bring Yes, our mission is to bring people of all walks of life, right? To have honest, thoughtful conversations about the subjects and the issues that matter most to us. How can we be brave leaders that are accountable to communicating knowledge, right? So join us each and every single week as we explore the difficulties and beauties of life's experiences and work towards being better today than we were yesterday. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Hollow Black Podcast. I'm here, your favorite host and MC, Ronnell Blackman. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining in with us. Follow me for continual encouragement and excitement around life's, life's, life's happenings. Now, so much is happening within our life right now. So much is going on that we got to make sure that we stay focused, stay encouraged, right? To be better today than we were yesterday, to be better each and every single opportunity that we had. So let's first off talk a little bit about the manifestation of the week. Okay, so let's talk about the manifestation of the week. The manifestation is the more I focus. Yes, yes, yes. You hear me. The more I focus my mind upon the good, the more good comes to my life. Now, let's sit back and think about that for a second. Let's sit back and chew on that for a moment, right? The more I focus on my mind upon good, the more good comes to my life. Don't you want good coming to your life? Don't you want your mind to be, quote unquote, renewed? I mean, we're here up up against a brand new year, brand new opportunity, brand new changes, right? Same, uh, should I say, the wiser us is here this year, but there has been so many things that tried to take us out, so many things that tried to stop us from becoming who we are, right? But we're here once again with another opportunity and another chance to be good, do good, to have good and have it come to our lives, all right? So ladies and gentlemen, that's the manifestation for the week. Now in this episode, we'll be discussing the science behind habits and how we can use the knowledge with the science, right, to our advantage to form new positive habits or break old negative ones, right? Habits, they are a big, I mean, huge, I mean, amazingly uh, a part of our daily lives, right? So from the morning routines that kickstart our day to the evening rituals that help us just to wind down a little bit, right? Our habits help us to function efficiently and effectively. But I got a question for you. How do habits form? How can we change them? Like if you just think about the way that habits form and how we uh, achieve or we strive to change them, then, you know, it'll allow for you to then figure out, okay, hey, these are some things that I need to make uh, happen differently, right? So according to the habit loop theory developed by psychiatrist, Dr. Maxwell Maltz, that's right, I'm giving you guys some knowledge right here, and popularized by Charles Duhigg in his book, The Power of Habit, habits are actually formed through a process of cue, routine, and reward. Essentially, a cue triggers a certain behavior, which is then followed by a routine and then ends with a reward. Over time, this behavior becomes just automatic, right? I mean, we do it without even thinking about it. For example, let's just say, let's say this, right? Let's let's give this quick example. And I know many of us um, uh, fall victim to it, right? The habit of checking your phone as soon as you wake up in the morning. You got that habit. I got that habit, right? The cue might be the alarm going off. The routine is picking up your phone to check it, right? Look down at your phone to check it. And the reward might be the satisfaction of seeing messages or notifications like on that phone, all right? So now you have your cue, 
routine, and reward. So how can we use this new knowledge, right? This little bit of knowledge to build new habits or break old ones. The key first is to identify the cue and reward and then modify the routine. For example, let's say you want to form a habit, right, of going on a morning jog. The cue will be setting your running shoes. Yeah, setting your running shoes in your bed the night before. I have this issue like I'm faced up against, you know, running a half marathon coming up very soon. So we want to make sure that I put my running shoes right by the bed, right? The night before, get my clothes and everything, right? The reward could be the feeling of accomplishment and increased energy you get after each run. By consistently pairing the cue and reward with the new routine of going for a morning jog, run, walk, whatever it might be, you can eventually turn that into a habit. Now, on the other hand, if you want to break a habit, you can try to identify the cue and reward and then find alternative behaviors that still provide the same reward. Let's give an example real quick. So, um, for example, let's just say you have a habit of snacking on junk food, especially while watching TV at night. The cue might be sitting down on the couch and then the reward might be you indulging. I mean, the pleasure of indulging in unhealthy possibly tasty snacks, right? In order to break this habit, you could try to find a healthier snack to have while watching TV or find a different activity altogether that would provide you, it still provides you that same sense of relaxation and enjoyment. The number one importance though is to note that habits can be hard to change and it may take time, but it definitely is gonna take some effort to see those results. But by understanding the habit loop and using it to your advantage, you can make lasting changes to your daily routines and improve your overall well-being. Now, what I would like to do, I would like to take the time to talk about five ways that we can create good habits, okay? Five ways that we could create some good habits. Now, the first, the first I would like to say, right, let's, let's set some specific, achievable goals for yourself. I know you're thinking, Ronell, that sounds like smart goals. Yes, yes, yes. Like that's, that's most important, right? Be very specific. Have these goals to a level of achievement that you yourself can even take on, right? This will help you to stay motivated, focused on forming, on forming those new habits, right? Forming those new habits is important to you. So why not take the time to specifically inform yourself on how exactly to do that, right? Number two, make a plan to stick to it. Let's identify the cue, right? Let's let's identify the cue and the reward for your new habit and consistently pair them with the desired behavior. Like, can you do that, right? Like, can we think about, you know, what are those cues, right? What is this desired behavior? How do we match those up? Number three, let's start small. Gradually increase the frequency or intensity of this new habit. So really small stacking, right? This will make it easier to stick with and build up to your long-term goals. And we're talking about some, like how to keep yourself on track, right? And speaking of being on track, number four, keeping your keeping track of your progress and celebrating your successes along the way. We talk about this all the time. It's very important to celebrate even the small successes. I say progress equals success. This can help us to maintain our motivation, right? And it can make the habit-forming process even more enjoyable. I mean, you want to enjoy it, right? We understand that the process is pretty difficult, but we need to fall in love with that process and learn to just truly, truly enjoy the process that we're on. Number five, seek seek support 
from friends, family, or other professionals, right? It might be a coach. It may be a therapist. I know um, Jada Jackson Hill, she has her therapy, Total Life Counseling. Have someone to hold you accountable, right? And offer, offer encouragement can be incredibly helpful when trying to form a new habit. I know I have a coach. I got a business coach, Justin Carter. Shout out to you, right? Helping me to form new habits, right? When we're forming these new habits, it allows us to live the life that we would like to live. Now, let me talk about five ways to break bad habits, okay? Let me talk about five ways to break bad habits. So five ways right here to break bad habits. Let's talk about it real quick. Number one, identify the cue and reward for that bad habit. So just like, you know, forming a new habit, right? Good habit. We want to, in order to break the bad habit, we want to try to find alternative behaviors that still provide the same reward. Okay. So let's break these bad habits. Let's get rid of, you know, just sitting on the couch, eating whatever tasty, delicious snack that we might be, you know, snacking on that's not helping us to reach or obtain our um, peak fitness, right? Our level of fitness that we would like to, right? Number two, make conscious effort, make a conscious effort to avoid the cues that trigger your bad habit, right? This may involve you, I'm talking about completely changing your environment or routine. You might have to have a whole group, a whole new group of people, right, for your new year in order for you to really take in what this um, old habit or break this bad habit, right? Eliminate the temptation from those things. That's number two. Number three, find a healthy replacement for your bad habit. Okay. Like you might be wondering, what is a healthy replacement for my bad habit? For example, again, right? If you have a habit of stress eating, like every time I get stressed, every time I get anxiety, every time I get frustrated, right? I go grab, you know, that Hagen dazs or that Jenny's ice cream or whatever, right? Trying to find healthier ways to cope with stress would be a better option, right? Such as going for, let's say, a walk right? Breathing in that fresh air, seeing different things, right? Noticing and being appreciative of the things around you. Or it might even be practicing a relaxation technique. Like there are some relaxation techniques. I mean, I'm doing some yoga just lately, right? Like, so I just got into yoga because I got to stretch out these legs after these long runs that we have. But it is definitely allowing me the opportunity to just truly get um, focused on my thought process, focused on who I want to become, right? And then number four, seek support from friends or family, right? Professional coach, therapist, again, right? It is so, so, so helpful to have someone to talk to, right? To provide to you that outside looking in, so to speak, right? Give you that encouragement, that empowerment to keep you accountable for some of the things, these big audacious goals that you have. That's what I hope to bring a community to, you know, to allow for us to continuously build individually, but also built together, right? I truly believe that, again, right, we talked about teamwork in the past as well, right? You're only as strong as the weakest link. So all links need to be strong, right? And as we work on breaking those bad habits, we need that encouragement. We need that um, that accountability. We need to be communicating in a different environment than what we have in the past. And then lastly, I'm going to leave you with this one, number five. Number five, be patient with yourself. What? What are you talking about right now? I'm talking about just be patient with yourself. Don't get discouraged if you have setbacks. We all have setbacks. I mean, I can't I can't like begin to, you know, really 
get into all of the different setbacks, right, that I've had in my life, right? There's been times that we've lost individuals that we love. There's been times that we have, you know, lost out on job opportunities, on relationships, on whatever, right? Don't get discouraged. Be patient because what's for you is for you. I hear that all the time. And I'm thinking to myself, like, like, what does that mean? What's for me is for me. What's for me is actually for me. I mean, the thing that God has put in place for me, right, that I may be a resource towards, especially when it comes to service, especially when it comes to change, right? I have to provide, I have to provide myself the timeline, the patience. I know, I know we all want it now. We're in this generation of where right now matters, right? Like I need to get everything that I can right now because I don't know what tomorrow brings. You're right. You don't know what tomorrow brings, but all you can get is the most out of the 24 hours that you have. All right. Now, remember, again, don't get discouraged if you have setbacks. I always say this, right? A setback is a setup for a comeback. I heard that in a sermon before. It was pretty It was pretty fire. I mean, it gave me the opportunity to really know, like, hey, there are some folks out there. There are some things out there that, you know, are truly meant for me, right? When I have a setback, I recognize that there's something that I can learn from it. And there's something also that I can put forth and grow through right? So let's think about that again, right? Be patient. Don't get discouraged. And if you have setbacks, it's okay. Those are learning opportunities. Remember, habits change takes time and it also takes effort. I mean, like, think about that. It takes time. It takes effort. Like you have to intentionally put forth just like running a marathon, right? You got to put one foot in front of the other. It takes time. It takes a multitude of successes of progress in order for you to change these bad habits, right? And it's normal to have ups and downs all along the way. The goal is, though, the thing is to keep trying, stay committed to your goals and make sure that you are doing the best, not only for the people around you, but also for yourself. Okay. Like, are you doing what's best for you? Are you making, you know, the best decisions for yourself? Okay. So once again, let me go back over that. Let me go back over through all of those. Number one, right. Let's talk about this really quickly. Five ways to create good habits, right? We talked about this set specific achievable goals for yourself. That's number one. Number two, make a plan and stick to it, right? Make a plan, stick to it. Number three, start small and gradually increase the frequency or intensity of your new habit. Like for instance, January 17th through through the 19th, I'm going live, right? We're going live with the Mind Your Business Bootcamp. And I want to invite everyone. We're going live on Instagram, okay? So yes, it is free, right? I'm not, you know, uh, upselling it to a Zoom. I want to bring this information to you for free, right? Because I truly believe in building the life skills of our community, right? And us together building and growing. So again, I'm going live and it won't be the first, won't be the last, right? Time that we go live, okay? So we're going to small, start small and gradually increase the frequency of our intensity. Number four, keep track of your progress. Remember, keep track of your progress. We should have metrics set up to where you can see your progress, right? You can see, okay, hey, I was successful here. I was successful there. I lost this weight. I did that. Like actually having, you know, goals set up to where you could track, to where you could check off those boxes. And it might not even be a goal weight. It may be something of a progress of how many times, right? What was my frequency, 
of going to the gym? What was my frequency of speaking to my loved ones? What was my frequency of time spent with my kids, right? So it could be personal. It could be professional, whatever it might be. We're talking about creating these good habits, right? These are ways that we could create these good habits and we should celebrate these successes all around the, all along the way. Okay. So that's number four. Number five, seek support from family, friends, or a professional coach or therapist. Like I said, total, um, Oh man, uh, total life coaching or total life counseling. I'm so sorry. Um, Dr. Jada Jackson Hill, like phenomenal coach right there. Phenomenal therapist, right? Um, Justin uh, Carter with the pivot mindset, completely phenomenal coach. I mean, talking about clearing up your vision and making sure that you're following along the right path, right? Those are the things that you need, your friends, your family, the people that are going to guide you in the right direction, that are going to encourage you. Those are the folks that are going to help you to create these good habits, okay? So that's the good habits, how to break how to break these bad habits, right? Okay, again, I'm just going back over it, right? Because I want to make sure that everyone got it, all right? Number one, identify the cue and reward for your bad habit and try to find the alternative behaviors that still provide you with the same reward. That's number one. Number two, let's make a conscious effort to avoid the cues that trigger your bad habit. What? Yes, conscious, not subconscious, not unconscious. Make a conscious effort because hopefully as it becomes a habit, right, it will become something that you will often do even without thinking about it, as we talked about earlier, right? But we want to make conscious efforts to avoid the cues that trigger your bad habit, right? If it's you being in an environment, if it's you being in a space where you're not supposed to be or you don't need to be because of, you know, whatever situation might have come uh, together, then that's what you want to stay away from, okay? That's the environment, so to speak. So number two, again, make a conscious effort to avoid the cues that trigger your bad habit. Number three, find a healthy replacement for your bad habit, okay? And number four, seek support from family, friends, or a professional coach or therapist. Again, we're talking about breaking these bad habits. Number five, the final and last, right? Be patient with yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you for being patient with me. This is very important to me, right? When we talk about breaking and building habits, right? When we talk about these habits that we're, you know, um, that we're up against these habits that we're, you know, going through throughout the year, right? We need to be able to come back to something and say, hey, these are the habits, these are the goals, these are the things that I set up, and these are the areas or spaces that I want to succeed in, right? And you all have the opportunity. We all have, again, another opportunity. This is almost like a reset. Every year we get an opportunity for a reset. This is Q1. This is month one. This is still week. I mean, like this is just right within right? That wheelhouse of the beginning stages that will allow for us to break those bad habits and build those good habits. So those were five ways of each. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Like I said, I don't want to take up too much of your podcast time. Hope you've made it to your destination. If you were listening to this while you're driving, but please make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. Drop some comments in the comment box as well, because we want to know, are we fulfilling the needs of our community, right? Are we providing you all as a resource? Please share it to a family member or friend that might need this as well. Someone that may be on the down someone that may be going through challenges and someone that may be dealing with some bad habits that just can't figure out 
how to get from up under them. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite host and MC, Ronnell Blackman. Truly appreciate you spending the time with us right here at the Holla Black Podcast. Please remember, Holla Black. Black stands for brave leaders that are accountable to communicating knowledge to the world. One episode, one action, one choice, one thought at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite host and MC, Ronnell Blackman, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Peace.